Fly Perspective Podcast. It's a new year. This is how we going into 2021, baby. You better not disturb my groove. But nowadays, y'all say don't kill my vibe. Taking it back to 1987. About to pour a little Don Julio. Happy New Year. Pay attention. crossed over into 2021, uh, <laughs> January 6th, man, it's funny, but it's not funny, uh, Trump supporters stormed the nation capital, bro, like, you know, and I say it's funny because, uh, what was going on, you see cats in there kicking it, man, they taking pictures with little statues, and you see the picture of one guy, he didn't grab the podium and took a picture with it, looking all goofy and shit, then you got, you know, them getting bucked with the police, you know, uh, a little confrontation here there. I believe a woman got shot. A couple others uh, were injured. She got killed, rather, you know. Uh, and a couple others were injured. But let's be real, you know, we can address the elephant in the room that the fact that if it was a bunch of black people doing the same thing, man, it would have been a massacre. You know what I'm saying? There would have at least been tear gas, rubber bullets, headlines in the news calling black people thugs, you know, or all kind of shit like that. Man, I would never forget when, uh, I forget, um, what... Uh, black protest was going on. I'm not sure if it was Black Lives Matter or, you know, Breonna Taylor, what it was. It was a while back, but uh, the CNN reporter got arrested live on TV. Like, he was on air and he got arrested. Black guy. Showing his media badges and everything. He got arrested live on TV. You know, shit like that. But yesterday, it just showed, man, uh, complexion protection at its finest. But fuck all that, man. Uh, I'm not the guy that's into politics or none of that like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure y'all hear about that at, you know, all media platforms. Everybody will talk about it and stuff like that. But uh, hope your uh, New Year's was good. Mine was great. Uh, my mother came in town, so she was crashing in my crib. In here, turned up. We had a good time. Uh, yeah, we just chilled out, man. Uh, I got to see my buddy Justin. He just moved back in town from Denver. Um... So, yeah, it was cool, man. It was a cool time. Uh, it wasn't too much shooting, though. I will say that. Like, it was a few shots at um, at, at uh, midnight, but not like usual. Like, usually in my area, like, they're usually shooting for a good two hours or so. But it was only, like, 30 minutes. They was only shooting for 30 minutes. I don't know if people were saving up their ammo, uh, you know. And, hey, times of yesterday would show, like, hey. Better keep your pistol on you. But, yeah, they, they didn't do too much shooting. So, I don't know if people were saving up their ammo. Maybe people didn't get a lot of ammo. Because I remember when I bought some rounds um, for my gun, I had to go to two different gun stores. Because one gun store was all sold out of pretty much everything. And then the other gun store, they were bare on some things. Like, I was able to get some rounds. Not the kind of rounds that I was particularly looking for, but I was able to get some rounds. So, definitely ammo is uh, becoming scarce you know, uh, people buying up bullets and guns. Something also crazy happened in the new year. Uh, rapper and producer MF Doom uh, was uh, announced dead. His wife put up a message on his Instagram 
uh, that just kind of gave condolences and uh, basically said what was going on, but didn't go into too much detail. And then said he transitioned on Halloween. So he had been dead since Halloween. Pacifics are behind it because nothing was released. You know what I'm saying? All we can do is just say rest in peace to that brother, a great hip hop uh, legend. And I want to shout out uh, Charlemagne, man. Charlemagne the God, man. Uh, congratulations on starting the, the Black Effect Network. It's a podcast content network that he, you know, started. And, hey, he's putting other black podcasts on, you know. I believe the 85 South Show is over there now. Uh, the Read, if I'm not mistaken. A joint with Zuri Hall. It's a few joints they got. I'm sure the Brilliant Idiots, you know, because that's his and uh, Andrew Schultz special andrew schultz came out with a special not too long ago uh most recently and i really didn't get into it like i watched a little bit of it but then it was like i turned it off because it was like i wasn't in the mood for that type of comedy like i thought about the other day like how i have to be in the mood for things like you know content wise and i don't know if that's because i look into so much content and i create my own content or what but it's like if i sit down and watch tv i can't just sit down and watch like the same thing like over and over again or i got to be in a certain mood like if i'm in the car like how some people get in the car and they listen to the same songs. It's like, I got to listen to other shit. Like, I got to listen to other stuff. Like, the stuff that everybody likes to hear for the most part, I don't really bump that too much. You know? It's like, and I got to, you know, I got to drive based on my mood. That's why, like, man, I hate when I'm riding and I can't think of anything that I want to play. That's another thing, too. Like, I get real indecisive. My bad, y'all, the damn phone. But speaking of vibes, man, music-wise... Jasmine Sullivan, she just dropped her latest project called Hotels, and that's H-E-U-X, Tales? Yeah, but basically, playing off the word ho, uh, I remember I used to see a lot of people spell ho like that before, but uh, her latest project, Hotels, is very uh, uh, conversational due to the fact of speaking on what the topic of the album would basically describe, you know, hotels, like women on there talking about... Uh, you know doing this and this for money or messing with this guy and that guy or cheating on their partner and the reason behind it and you know basically on you know, some women got hotel scenarios and she about to tell it but it was cool i listened to it once gutta gutta of young money just dropped a project called seven slugs that was pretty dope in fact he hasn't dropped any music lately and um he's been with young money for a minute didn't really drop too much and after wayne sells the masters for 100 million he drops a project, you know, and I would figure Wayne wouldn't sell his own masters for a hundred million. That's a little low, but listening to Gutter Gutter takes me back to uh, I forget what year it was. With the original Young Money, they used to redo like all instrumentals and drop like mixtapes. So they redid the Nuck If You Buck. Oh man, they killed that joint. I remember when I used to DJ in the clubs and stuff, I would play that, and people would know that song word for word. Now, mind you, there was no hook in it. It's just like one of them, one back to back to back. They just rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, very sought after. But, yeah, rare rare collection from Wayne. But, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a, a low number for $100 million. I mean, but he do got, like, a court case coming up where... Um, he got caught with another firearm and some other stuff, so he's looking for, like, some jail time, because he just did jail time, you know, with the whole New York situation years ago, so I don't know, man, so hopefully he get it together. I went down, like, a future rabbit hole the other day, like, I, you know, have y'all ever, like, 
you know, as quickly as music comes out, it's kind of like we forget sometimes music. You know, of course, we know about the artists like Future or whatever. And you think about Future and it's like, oh, okay, but I'm listening to this right now. But then you go down like a rabbit hole, you start listening to all their old songs and you forgot about them. You know what I'm saying? Or you forgot like the pimping that they was talking on it. Like Future got this song called Too Comfortable, bro. When I say it's hilarious because it's speaking some shit. Oh, here go the, here go the ads. Because it's speaking some straight pimp shit. Hold on, here it go. Oh, shit. It's two ads. Damn, I hate when they got two ads on this motherfucker. All right, here we go. Here we go. I know y'all done heard this before. Bitch, don't get too comfortable. Ben, I get too comfortable. Put this shit hard, though. Yeah, I ain't gonna play the whole thing, so I don't want to get flagged. But yeah, bro, like he's speaking some pimping in that. Like I forgot about that song, or like I forgot about the mixtape he did with Juice World. Rest in peace, Juice World. One of the hardest spitters, young boys you would ever see. Very dope body of music, you know what I'm saying? But him and Future had did a mixtape, man, and I was listening to that the other day. That was hard. Both of them was on there going crazy. And, bro, I'm very sad that I literally just got hip to the best Christmas carol of 2020. That damn Throat Baby, bro. I literally just heard that song, like, a week week ago. Like, I would see people talking about, like, Throat Baby or something. I didn't really know. Or something about a song called Throat Baby. Didn't really know. Man, that shit came on one of my playlists yesterday. And when I say derogatory... Oh man, you gotta listen to that shit. Sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe. Man, if you walk up to any female and say something like that or call her a throat baby, she'll be hella mad. But in all seriousness, the other day I was riding and I was just thinking about life and I was just thinking about redirection times and uh, you, what you could say, those aha moments, you know, where you kind of realize that, hey, I got this going on, that going on, I'm doing this, doing that, like I need to redirect myself, I'll, you know, change some things around. Or the aha moments or being the, uh, when you learn from life lessons, you know, stuff that you shouldn't have did. And then, you know, you, 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 you paid the price for doing what you did, but you, you understand why you went through what you went through. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, uh, it's uncomfortable when you in the midst of, you know, things that go on in your life, you know, that things that impact your life, things that you'll never forget, the things that you'll get out of and say, hey, man, I'll never go back to that type of situation or I'll never go back to that way of, of life, you know. And uh, I was talking to a friend about it, uh, my boy Brian, man. I was just telling him, bro, there's some things that I've, I've been through that I'm never going back to, you know. Like, facts, bro. The old me has expired. And I'm going to tell you about life lessons, man. I'm going to say, like, in these past few years, uh, well, I'm going to say from, I'll probably say 2017 up until mid-2020, or, or, you know what I'm saying? Or a little bit earlier than that, to be honest, man. It's like I went through a number of things, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about from heartbreak, you know, from 2017, uh, thinking uh, alcohol could cure everything. At the same time, simultaneously, I'm working overnight. Just trying to figure out purpose, getting uh you know things together with my grandma. You know my grandma and I went uh, in a hospital for like a month or so back in 2019, and uh, you know the load of just like trying to uh, 
man, take care of her at the same time, all her bills, make sure she's straight, as well as my my grandma was taking care of my aunt. I'm sure I've told this story before on here, but my grandma was taking care of my great aunt, which is her sister, you know, and so basically what my grandma's unable to do now, I have to take over. Now, that started back in 20. Uh, 18, uh, mid 2018, 19, something like that. And I'm going through firsthand what it's like to like have like your family members' affairs in order. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody uh, should just make sure your older relatives and yourself also. You know, you got your life insurance. Uh, you got people that that should know the information about the insurance in case things should happen. Because I'm in situations dealing with my grandma or dealing mainly dealing with my great aunt. Is like, you know, she got these insurances out and all this stuff that's, you know, being paid. And I'm paying because that's the bill. But uh, I can't get any information on it, so I got to fax them all these papers and this and that. But it's like, you call these insurance companies and they won't give you any information. They won't even let you pay the bill, you know. And I figure, like, you know, I understand you got to have authorization all that. But it's like, if I'm trying to call and pay the bill on behalf of my aunt who's unable to pay you know, call and pay for it herself or able to write a check for it for herself at the moment, then why am I not able to go ahead and send you guys a check on behalf of her? You know, it's like, yeah, it's just whatever. So uh, long story short, have your shit in order because at the end of the day, they will just cancel the policy uh, if you if it's unpaid, of course, and then you can call them and tell them like, hey, this person is elderly, this, that, and the third, and they'll still give you the runaround until you're able to produce documents. And it made me think, like, how many people don't have documents of this, that, and the third? Or how many people have lost out on insurance policies that have been paid for for years due to the fact that they have no authorized person uh, present to speak on behalf of those affairs? So, uh, yeah, like I say, make sure you talk to your family members. If you are caring for an elderly person, make sure that you got power of attorney papers available or you're on the policy this and that and the third so you're able to speak on behalf of that person to make sure everything stays on the up and up but other than that what was it 2019 i get a dui bro now mind you this time bro i'm not drinking i hadn't drank i'm out somewhere far as hell where i'm not supposed to be where people don't really look like me and I'm trying to figure out where the hell I'm supposed to be going. My GPS is acting up or whatever in the area. Maybe the reception. I forget what was going on. It was about 11 at night, I want to say. And so I pull up at a light and I turn into a Burger King parking lot. Now, mind you, the Burger King is closed. I pull into the Burger King parking lot and I park. I park in a spot and I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there for like three minutes. And a cop car pulls up, like, at the light. Like like I said, I had to make a left and then turn into the Burger King lot and park. The cop pulls up about three minutes after that. And I'm on my phone. I'm on the phone talking, too. And I'm uh, getting my GPS together. But something told me, man, like, he finna come fuck with you. Sure enough, turn the corner. Got behind me. Flicked the lights on. I'm in a parking space. So I roll down the window. She is like, you know, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, I'm just, and I got my GPS in hand. I'm showing her I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be going. It's acting up, blah, 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 whatever. She like, okay, sit tight. I'm going to run everything. Cool. Run everything. Nothing comes back. She comes back. She's like, yo, have you uh, been drinking or anything? 
And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, will you do a field sobriety test? Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Because, I, like I said, I hadn't been drinking. So uh, I blow into the thing, bruh, nothing. Right, I do all. I walk up the street on one leg. I'm hopping on one leg. I'm doing eye tests. I got all these fucking lights in my face, you know. And and, and I'll be real. It's a very intimidating thing when you are just standing in a like a parking lot and you got a million lights on you and you can't see shit really in front of you. That alone is scary. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like I said, I did all the tests. Nothing. Right. So she's like, all right, sit tight. I'm standing there. Now, at the time, a black dude got there. So I'm standing there. She comes back. She says, well, uh, I'm still going to arrest you for DUI, blah, 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 whatever. I look at the black dude. I say, yo, bruh, how does one get arrested for having a, you know, with DUI if you pass all the tests? Now, I'm looking up at this dude because he's a tall black man. You hear me? I'm looking up at him. He looks down at me and says, it's up to her, bruh. And then just looks straight. I get my black ass arrested. X, Y, and Z. At this point, I'm mad. So I get back to the station. Uh, She like, blah, blah, this and that. I'm like, yo, I don't mind getting the DUI, bro. Like, I ain't did shit. I ain't drank shit. The test says this, da, da, da. Will you do a blood test? I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> like, y'all not sticking me with no damn needles. But I did not know that if you refuse to do the blood test and you did everything else, ha ha, they can charge you with a DUI, charge you whatever the fuck they want to charge you. Now that happens. Fast forward to recently, got everything taken care of, um, and I'll just say thousands of dollars later, man. Thousands of dollars later, man. And, and and honestly, it's like the program, it doesn't really do anything for people who actually have a problem. Because it's like, if I had an actual problem and I got a DUI, why are you just making me jump through flaming hoops financially and, and wasting my time to complete a quote-unquote program for having a DUI? And it's like, I was in court, one of the court things. You know, you can kind of hear people, this, this, and that. This chick got up there, man. I heard she had, she was on her third DUI. And it's like, the, the program they have people do is nothing. Like, I had to wear an ankle monitor on my ankle for 30 days. And that was like $500 for them to do that. And the ankle monitor was just so I didn't have a drink for 30 days. But it's like I'm being punished for driving, supposedly drunk. You know, that's that's just weird. Anyway, we're that motherfucker for 30 days, community service, of course, and a bunch of classes. And on top of a bunch of fees, it's just a waste of money, man. Like I said, a total, total waste of money. And the craziest thing is I also got a ticket for reversing up the street. Like, improper reversal or some shit was on the ticket. Like, a three or $400 ticket. When did I reverse up the street? How did I reverse up the street if you didn't pull up to three minutes after I didn't pull up at Burger King, man? And the craziest part, too, in hindsight, bruh, if I would have just kept fucking going, the condos I was looking for was on the right. Right. Man, just crazy. 
I didn't have no bond or nothing. She was just like, call somebody to come get you. But, like I said, life lessons. You realize certain things. And I thought about it, man. I just thought about it one day and I said, it, man, this was for all them times you was driving turned up, drunk. Or this is for all the times you was bragging about, man, I got so messed up last night. I, I didn't even know. I, I drove home, man. I had to go outside and look at my car. You know, stuff like that. Aha moments. You know, life, life lesson learners. And like I said, things that you would never go back to. And like I tell you guys all the time, I don't have any problems with telling you anything personal like that because, you know, I'm not the first one that's going to go through that and I'm not the last one that's going to go through that. And I'd rather somebody hear my experience and understand that they've been through the same thing or they went through something similar or they went through a rough patch in life. Because you can either choose to be humble or life going to do the humbling. And you know how people always be like, oh, you know, this year going to be my year, this, da, da, da. I never felt like that. And, um... But I really do feel like the beginning of this year, a lot of things reset. Um, I'm comfortable in a lot of areas in my life, man. I'm so secure with myself. And that's one thing we got to learn to do is be secure with ourselves and move on. And I'll just say uh, I'm working on three things, you know, myself, my happiness, my money. If a young lady comes through in the meantime, that's cool, you know. But at the same time, it's like... Uh, I'm just trying to go to the top with somebody that know what the bottom feel like, if you understand what I'm saying. Because these women do not be humble. And I need a humble woman in my life. I don't need no woman that head in the clouds. Because when this podcast gets sold Joe Rogan style for a hundred million, yeah, I don't need none of you city girl wannabes in my corner. And if you don't know who the city girls are, you better Google them. Because they're persuading these women to think they deserve Birkin bags. And they don't even understand that Birkin bags is something you got to be an exclusive member in. And on top of that, the bag is like $30,000. But back to redirection. You can't ignore the signs. And over this past weekend, I got to uh, chill with like a childhood friend of mine I hadn't seen in a minute. We always conversate, you know, uh, frequently a little bit here and there on online. But childhood friend, my boy Tori, anybody know that like we were inseparable. So from grade school to high school to college, we was inseparable. Get out of college, life happens, and, you know, we don't see each other as much, X, Y, Z. He was in a very traumatic accident, I want to say back in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Or it might have been 2018, where I hadn't talked to him in so long, people were calling me, and... Uh, told me what happened, this and that. So I went to go see him in the hospital, and they really didn't know if he was going to make it. So fast forward to now, I was able to see him. But we met, you know, again through an a unfortunate situation. It's not the first time I've seen him since, you know, back then before the accident. But, yeah, we met for a crazy situation, man. A high school friend uh, passed away due to gun violence in St. Louis, man. Rest in peace to Rico. And we went, uh, I picked him up, we went over to the, the balloon uh, release. But, you know, it's crazy because, you know, you see situations like that where people just don't make it. You know, it's just like I, I would see him at work, you know. Uh, I knew him from high school, and I would see him randomly. But every time I seen him, he had great energy, he was a cool guy. And he got caught up in whatever it was and situation with, you know, some violence and... He ended up getting killed. Had a son. I think his son was only two or three years old. 
I'm not gonna go too deep into it or say anything too much, you know. But it did. It definitely did. It hurt me, you know. I definitely shed a tear because it was like, man, it's like I see this dude. You know, it hit harder when you actually see somebody or you actually interact with somebody and they die from some senseless gun violence. It also makes you just want to cherish every moment because you don't know it could have been you and it could be you at any moment. Hug your loved ones. Be kind to people in public. Tell people that you love, you love them, and just move forward with so much gratitude of being appreciative of life because I don't know about you, but every time I look around, I see indications of me being thankful for what I have. And most importantly, thankful for the people that I have in my life, too. You know, thankful for the people that, you know, help keep me grounded, uh, people that know my story, my situation. That's why I really appreciate my friends. And my circle is small, but I can always call on them, get some advice, uh, whatever, man. You know, you got to appreciate the people that keep you grounded. And meanwhile, sometimes we take things for granted, life for granted, but you got to take a step back and appreciate the things, man, even the small things. Appreciate life and appreciate the lessons, the things you learn from, you know, just redirecting. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that's been going through things and then finally feel like they're at a point of redirection and they on top of things. But before I get out of here, man, uh, sending uh, strength and healing to Dr. Dre. Uh, he suffered a brain aneurysm a few days ago. And he's in the ICU. They did say he released a statement that said he was feeling better, etc. Uh, but that's a tough thing to go through. I don't know if it's the divorce he got going on. It might be a collection of things. That's why we have to take care of ourselves. And like I said, man, appreciate every day. Uh, a lot of people actually die from brain aneurysms. Uh, one of my mother's best friends back in the day, I believe her name was Carla, man. Uh, lady I used to be around all the time with my mom. You know, they were, they were thick as thieves. She ended up dying from a brain aneurysm. So hopefully the GOAT, Dr. Dre, has a speedy recovery, man. And Hopefully we can hear some new production from him. I know he got some beats in the vault that nobody has heard that are probably just mind-blowing. But, yo, thank you for listening to another episode of the Fly Respective Podcast. We're going to rock it out like this. Brand new K.O. Johnson. This record is called Kissing You featuring Asia Major. Act like you know it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the video is on YouTube. Just type in K.O. K-A-Y-O Johnson. Uh, it should come up kissing you. And you can check out the video, man. Fly Perspective Podcast.
necessary You still treat me like a man cause it's necessary Girl, this love is legendary You got my heart so you know you cherish I don't ever wanna see this perish Meet you at the horse and carriage Don't be late cause it's a day through the streets of Paris Girl, you the queen, yes you are the fairest